Today is week one, day five, of our exploration of the letter to the Romans. As we begin this time of relaxation and prayer, get yourself into a comfortable position. Take a few deep breaths, closing your eyes, and allow yourself to relax. As we begin, pay attention to your breathing. Feel your lungs inflate as you breathe in. Feel the tension in your chest as you pause and hold your breath. Notice how your lungs deflate as you slowly breathe out. Feel that rhythm that happens all day long and all night, usually without your conscious notice, in and out. If you're able, press the soles of your feet onto the floor, or press the backs of your legs into the chair you're sitting on. Feel the tension in your feet and legs. And now release. Unbend your knees and stretch out your legs in front of you as you're able. Rotate your feet in circles. And then stop and then rotate your feet in the other direction. Shake out your legs a bit. Feel your calf muscles relax. Feel your upper legs relax. And now take a deep breath to the count of three. One, two, three. And then breathe out to the count of four. One, two, three four. Breathe in again. One, two, three. And breathe out. One, two, three, four. Continue breathing slowly and deeply. Notice any tension in your face, your forehead, your scalp, the muscles around your eyes, your cheeks, your mouth. You may want to let your mouth open slightly, allowing your jaw to relax. Shake out your arms and your hands, opening the fingers wide, feeling the muscles stretch. And then allow your arms to fall to your lap and relax. Breathe in again deeply. As you breathe out, feel the tension leaving your face, your neck, your back, your arms, your whole body. For these moments, remember that you have nothing to worry about. You have nothing to do except to simply rest in God's presence. So let go, relax. We are continuing to explore a beautiful scripture written in love by the Apostle Paul to the family of faith in the ancient city of Rome. Our passage today 
is from Romans chapter 2, verses 7 through 11. To those with endurance in working for good, glory and honor and immortality, life eternal. To those, on the other hand, who are self-interested and disobey the truth, who obey injustice, wrath, and anger, there will be tribulation and distress upon every soul of people who work evil, for the Jew first and also for the non-Jew. However, glory and honor and peace to everyone doing good, for the Jew first and for the non-Jew, for there is no partiality with God. does not provide a list detailing exactly what deeds or actions would be understood as working for good, or obeying injustice, wrath, and anger. He leaves that here to his readers' imaginations. But if the underlying message of this letter is that faith alone in Christ is what saves us, then how, why, are we to be judged according to our actions? This actually reflects back to the very first psalm, where two possible paths are set out, the path of the righteous and the path of the wicked. In Psalm 1, people who walk the path of the righteous are described as those who delight in the laws of God, who obey God's will and seek God's spiritual nourishment. Those who walk in the path of the wicked are portrayed as the opposite. One path leads to despair and distress, the other to glory, honor, and peace. That word peace in Greek is irene. It comes from the verb airo, which means to join parts together into a whole. What we do, how we speak, the choices we make, all those external actions are a reflection of our internal state. The path Paul describes in Romans of persisting in doing good shows that all the different parts of our lives, private, public, internal, external, all those different parts have been joined into a consistent whole. Think back for a moment to your actions this past week. Think of the conversations you had, the ways you handled yourself, the interactions with people you encountered, How well do you feel those actions reflected what it is that you believe about who God is and who God created you to be? At the end of almost every worship service that I lead, I close with these words. What we have said with our lips in this hour, let us believe it in our hearts. And what we believe in our hearts, let us practice in our lives. Experiencing true irene, peace, means that there is no discord between what we believe internally and what we practice externally. What actions can you take today, can you take this coming week, 
that would demonstrate your faith in the love that God has for you? What words can you share with others that would show the faith you have in God's love for them? As we listen again to the passage, imagine that this letter was being written to you. Listen to the words as if you are hearing them for the first time. What are you thinking as you are hearing Paul's words? How do they make you feel? What words or phrases particularly speak to you today? To those with endurance in working for good, glory, honor, and immortality, life eternal. To those, on the other hand, who are self-interested and disobey the truth, who obey injustice, wrath, and anger, there will be tribulation and distress upon every soul of people who work evil, for the Jew first and also for the non-Jew. However, glory and honor and peace to everyone doing good, for the Jew first and also for the non-Jew. For there is no partiality with God. As our time today comes to an end, Take a moment to lift up to God all that is on your heart and mind this day. This day, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Mm-hmm.